0: Every day, I learned something about the little prince's planet, about his departure, about his journey. It would come quite gradually in the course of his remarks. This was how I learned, on the third day, about the drama of the Baobabs. This time, too, I had the sheep to think, for suddenly the little prince asked me a question as if overcome by a grave doubt. Isn't it true that sheep eat bushes? Yes, that's right. Ah, I'm glad. I didn't understand why it was so important that sheep should eat bushes, but the little prince added, and therefore they ate baobabs too? I pointed out to the little prince that baobabs are not bushes, but trees as tall as churches, and that even if he took a whole herd of elephants back to his planet, that herd couldn't finish off a single baobab. The idea of a herd of elephants made the little prince laugh. We'd have to pile them on top of one another. But he observed, receptively before they grow big baobabs start out by being little true enough but why do you want your sheep to eat little baobabs he answered oh come on you know as if we were talking about something quite obvious and i was forced to make a great mental effort to understand this problem all by myself and in fact the little princess planet there were as on all planets good plants and bad plants The good plants come from good seeds and the bad plants from bad seeds but the seeds are invisible they sleep in the secrecy of the ground until one of them decides to wake up then it stretches and begins to sprout quite timidly at first a charming harmless little twig reaching towards the sun if it's a radish seed or a rosebush seed you can let it sprout all it likes but if it's the seed of a bad plant You must pull the plant up right away, as soon as you can recognize it. As it happens, there were terrible seeds on the little Princess planet, baobab seeds. The planet's soil was infested with them. Now if you attend to a baobab too late, you can never get rid of it again. It overgrows the whole planet. Its roots pierce right through, and if the planet is too small, and there are too many baobabs, they make it burst into little pieces. It's a question of discipline, the little prince told me later on. When you've finished washing and dressing each morning, you must tend to your planet. You must be sure you pull up the baobabs regularly, as soon as you can tell them apart from rose bushes, which they closely resemble when they're very young. It's very tedious work, but very easy. And one day he advised me to do my best to make a beautiful drawing for the edification of the children where I live, they travel someday, he told me, it could be useful to them. Sometimes there's no harm in postponing your work until later, but with Baobabs, it's always a catastrophe. I knew one planet that was inhabited by a lazy man. He neglected three bushes. So, following the Little Prince's instructions, I have drawn that planet. I don't much like assuming the tone of a moralist, but the danger of baobabs is so little recognized and the risks run by anyone who might get lost on an asteroid are so considerable that for once I'm making an exception to my habitual reserve. I say, children, watch out for baobabs. It's to warn my friends of a danger of which they, like myself, had long been unaware of that I worked so hard on this drawing. This lesson I'm teaching is worth the trouble. You may be asking, Why are there no other drawings in this book as big as the drawing of Baobabs? There's a simple answer. I tried, but I couldn't manage it. When I drew the Baobabs, I was inspired by a sense of urgency.